I'm Jen. And I'm Jess. And you're listening to Hang In There with Jen. And Jess. Together, we talk about practicing patience as we parent teenagers. We're hoping to help you connect with your teen, with your community, and with your faith by finding peace. And build a community that hangs in there together. Welcome back. Hang in there, folks. We have another bonus episode for you today. We're going to be talking a little bit about managing stress during the holidays. Yeah, and we're excited for you to join us. We had some great thoughts while we were doing this. And um, just remember this holiday season that you are enough. You are the parent that your child needs. And we're excited to have you with us for this episode. All right, here we are. I can't believe it. It's December and it's the holidays, I think every year, I'm always surprised at how fast the year has flown by, and this year is no exception. Uh, but here we are, there's a bonus episode, and we thought today we would talk about our expectations and our traditions in the holidays, and maybe how we can avoid a little bit of that holiday stress. So just starting out, what would you say are some of your family's holiday traditions? Uh, So we're a big tradition family. Our traditions have molded and changed throughout the years and COVID has definitely impacted some of our traditions. So um, we usually make goodies and do caroling and take those to people. um, But last year we didn't do that. So I don't know what this year looks like for that. Um, But we have some fun traditions. We're in Minnesota. So we, um, we like to go sled riding on Christmas Eve. And um, this year, we're actually adding in a new tradition. Uh, We love this organization called Sleep in Heavenly Peace. So we're going to Christmas Eve morning, our family is going to go help build some bunk beds for for people on that day. So yeah, we've got some old traditions that are kind of sliding away. Maybe I don't know that we'll do caroling this year and entering in a new one. Yeah, that's definitely a thing with teenagers is that our traditions kind of change over time because their needs and what they're interested in um, change too. Uh, We do, we used to do caroling too, but that's been something that as our kids have gotten older, um, they were not interested in that the last few years. So we, you know, caroling caroling has fallen by the wayside and um, we, we like to get away for a couple of days during the holidays um, if we can uh, we used to do um, skating up in Minnesota, but now that we're down in Florida, we don't do ice skating anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just finding new traditions because we're in a new place too. So we did look at alligators last year in the last couple of years. That's very different than Minnesota. Absolutely. Um, I love that theme of adaptability because you're right. That's where you kind of find joy in the holidays is if you can adapt and change and grow as a family. Yeah. I think sometimes that's where some of our stress, uh, working with teenagers or doing the holidays with teenagers comes from is that we have this idea of what the perfect tradition looks like and what this picture of what we'd like to do with our kids in our, in our head. And they don't always share that vision. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. And if, if you're trying to fit a, a teenager into a mold, they're pretty fast to, to tell you that they're not part of that mold, that that's a, something in your head, not theirs. Right. Right. We, uh, I mean, sometimes we do a little cajoling. We usually try to do some, 
uh, family games, but we listen really carefully to see what games they want to play, you know, Mm -hmm. but sometimes I have this picture of us all being together, you know, watching a movie or doing something together. And it ends up that one or more of our kids just needs a little alone time, or they want to spend time with their friends and they kind of separate themselves from the family for a little while. And I think I've learned over the last several years of having teenagers that, that that's okay. That actually having that space during the holidays can be helpful for making the holidays go smoothly. I love that. And I I love the thought too, of having a a meeting with your family at some point prior to the holidays about expectations and, and hopes for the season and what traditions you've had in the past that they want to keep and what ones they want to add or, or change. And and perhaps there's a couple, maybe non-negotiable ones. Maybe you visit family or you do something that are are less negotiable and then some that are maybe more flexible. And so maybe prior to a meeting like that, it would be helpful to kind of come up with that in your head of what things are negotiable and what things are maybe less negotiable Mm. so that you can come prepared to a meeting and and talk it through. That reminds me, and maybe you can help me um, think through this out loud, but in our book, you talk about baskets and the different baskets that kind of sort our ideas into. Can you explain that to our audience yeah. or in their audience? Absolutely. So basket A being like the non-negotiables, things that are, you know, they're going to, you really need them to happen. Um, and that are worth kind of the um, tantrum or pushback or connection fracture that can happen for a family when, when you have it. So, so knowing where you're going to make your stand and, um, and be a little stronger willed about it. Basket B is negotiable. Um, like things that you can talk through um, and maybe do or not do. And then basket C would be things that are pretty optional. So kind of deciding those things before you have a conversation is helpful. And it sounds like they'd probably be smart to have only just one or two things in basket A, right? Absolutely. It should be very, very minimal, you know, trying not to make your, if you're, if everything on your agenda is basket A, then you're, you're probably going to get quite a bit of pushback. Yeah. I think one of the things that surprised me about being a parent in the teen years is how much I have to kind of think through ahead of time, my approach. And I, I guess I, I didn't do that as much when the kids were younger, you know? And so now to kind of, because they have more agency and we want that, we're like coaching them towards independence and they are more independent. Then I have to be a little bit more strategic about the way I parent and and approach situations to kind of get people on board and to think through where I need to be flexible. So instead of having that vision in my head of what I want things to look for, instead of expecting the teens to comply with my vision, maybe really being focused on what is their vision and and finding places where we can talk about that as a, a family and negotiate that. Um, rather than just expecting everybody to get in line with what I think and how things should go for the holidays, you know? Yeah. And so that concept is, is really kind of related to the explosive child basket, A, B, and C. Um, And I I think that's kind of a a good way to apply that, that good piece of information. Yeah. Um, The other thing that I know we've both talked about when it comes to the holidays is making sure that we're tuning into the purpose of the holidays rather than getting caught up in extraneous details or details that don't matter. 
And what comes to mind for me are a couple experiences that um, I had when I was younger. One was, you know how in the mail, you get all these credit card offers um, during the holiday season. Well, one season we had, you know, some of those little plastic cards that came in the mail and um, one of my kids got a hold of it and propped up that credit card in the manger that we had set up in our nativity scene. (laughs) And I thought, (laughs) whoa, is that symbolic that sometimes we like worship consumerism instead of the attuning to like the purpose of, of Christmas or whatever other holidays we might be celebrating. Um, And then the other one was there was a big box store a few years ago that had their marketing theme for the holiday season was the in thing. And they spelled it I-N-N. And every time I went into the store that season, I just cringed because the, the in is where Mary and Joseph were not allowed to go during when, when the baby was born, they were kept out of the inn. And it, it was in my mind, the story, it was kind of told in an, that was an exclusive way that they were left out. Yeah. That's so interesting because the, you think about the consumerism and the in thing and the stress that consumerism can cause during the holidays for families, like, you know, you're, um, your teens can get amped up about what they hope for out of the holidays as far as what they want gift-wise. And we can put a lot of pressure on ourselves as parents to try and, you know, make kids happy through the gifts they receive. And that can be really painful as a parent. Yeah. And to realize that like the Grinch who stole Christmas, even if you were to take away all the trimmings and trappings and all of the the presents and, you know, the last can of who hash that, that really what matters is the spirit of the holidays and our connection with one another, our remembering um, the savior and his birth and being able to overcome darkness in the middle of, of the winter and in the middle of seasons in our lives, when there's a lot of darkness, that that light always triumphs. That and that's the message, right? That's the message of the of the Savior. That's the message of Christmas. That's even you know other um, traditions uh, tie into that idea of light and overcoming darkness. Yeah, I totally agree. And I, as I think about the light spots in my life, I think this hang in there crowd that we're we're connecting with and. Um, the book and the opportunity that we have to connect with each other, I feel like is a light in my life. And I am grateful for it during this season and and grateful for all the people we've been able to learn from as we've had these um, podcasts and had people that we've interviewed and people who have brought more light and knowledge into my life. I really appreciate that. Yeah, it's a great way to end the year looking back and and realizing kind of how much light other people have brought um, to us as we've as we've been on this journey together, I guess then as we close out our message and our, our hope for you over the holidays is that you're able to lay aside some of your expectations and some of your uh, maybe perfectionistic tendencies. I know certainly I have those and really just 
focus on being in the moment and remembering the purpose of why we uh, have the holidays, connect with others, watch the movie of your family instead of worrying about you know things going perfectly and being the director. Sit back and just watch and enjoy the people in your life. And uh, yeah, I hope you guys all have a fabulous holiday season. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thanks so much for listening today. We had fun kind of thinking and talking about our holidays and um, what things make things easier and what things make things a little bit more stressful. Um, Our next podcast is actually going to be launched at the beginning of January, and we're super excited for you to join us. Our guest is Marsha Mark Baird, and she has some great ideas for assisting kids in the school. And also, you'll want to sign up for our uh, Jen and Jess Hang In There newsletter. Uh, We'll be also putting that out at the beginning of the month. And this next newsletter will give you all the details to join us for our book launch. January 11th, Parenting Teens in Stressful Times will be coming out and we'll have some fun guests join us. And uh, you'll have all the details in our newsletter. So go to our website jenjess.com, J-E-N-N-J-E-S-S.com to sign up for our newsletter and get that information. And in the meantime, hang in there.